How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Board and Browsing Podcast, Season 2 World Premiere. That's right, wherever you are, it's the world premiere, the best of the best. We got our finest suits on, we've got our, our cutest bow ties, and my name is Danny. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Samson and Sean, as per usual. Howdy. Hi. Boys, how do you feel about Season 2? Uh, this is also technically an international premiere because the ISS people on the ISS listen to our podcast all the time. So it's, it's galaxy wide. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. my bad. Sorry for not being inclusive. The galaxy wide premiere. Yeah. I forget what your original question was, but yeah. How are you guys feeling about, uh, being back for season two? Uh, it was more exciting the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had more audio issues because I think zoom corrupted our audio files. That's the only explanation I really have for it. Yeah. My, my audio got real weird. It got, it sounded like you were in a fish tank. Yeah, it, I, I saw, like, when I looked at the audio track that you were sending the example of, I was like, why is every single thing completely blown out? Why is every word max? That can't be good. I actually tried to fix it. I tried to edit, edit it today and was like, maybe I can do something. And, uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I tried doing something similar, and it was just, it's not salvageable. It's okay. Like, it was a good episode. I wouldn't say it was, like, as detrimental as when we lost the audio for the wrap-up of season one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that was really sad for me. Lo- losing that was very sad. But this one, I was just kind of like, all right, like, we just move forward. It's the first episode. So we're, like, a few days delayed. No big whoop. Like Aaron Yeager, we keep moving forward until our enemies are destroyed. Is that a banjo? That that does appear to be and sound like a banjo. Wow. <laughs> I was actually going to say, that's a perfect transition. It looks like <laughs> Samson picked up a banjo in the offseason. Mm-hmm. In a, in a one-minute recap, why don't, why don't you tell your audience what's been going on since we last recorded an episode with you? So since the last time we have had an episode out, we recorded another episode, and then oh, we are re-recording it now, and my soul is being crushed. Guys, what have you guys been up to? Did you guys also record an episode? I think, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, also, there were the holidays, but, you know, it's neither here nor there, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I meant more like, what what's going on with you, personally, but that's fine, too. You can complain. Yeah. It's not. It's not your fault, Sean. I feel bad. I'm not pointing this. No, at it's you. okay. It's okay. I, I, it, I, lost, it, it was... I lost an episode a month ago, and <laughs> that was actually my fault. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I. I don't know what. I. I probably messed something up. I just don't know what. You which didn't. is the. Uh, the worrying part. You're perfect. But it's not yeah. going to happen again. You know why? Because this time. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, perfect. Wow. And so you, you didn't quite, I know, I know I'm maybe stepping on Samson's toes a little here, but that's the big difference for me. Since last episode, I've, I've witnessed Jehovah and therefore I have become a Jehovah's Witness. Wow. Wait, what's involved in becoming a Jehovah's Witness other than seeing Jehovah? Lots of kissing. 
yes, lots of kissing, and also I regret to say that this is the end of my time on the podcast. I'm coming on just to say that I am uh, oh, no. I am retiring because as a Jehovah's Witness, I am not allowed to be a part of this podcast. Ah, understandable. They said it was, and I quote, sacrilegious. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. 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 Because we yeah. worship Big Red, whereas they worship Jehovah. Exactly. I think. I actually don't really know what the Jehovah's Witnesses do. <laughs> they've they've seen something though, that's for sure. Anyways, why don't we why don't we get started with the actual episode? So the way it's going to work, just because when we did it last time, we kind of read out all the news. We're just not gonna do that this time. We're also gonna do less news in the future and only do renews and redos. So don't worry about that for future episodes. It's just gonna make like listening back to them a little easier. What we are gonna do today is we're gonna talk about a few different shows and movies that we all saw that came out like over a month ago at this point because it's been a while since we've like actually sat down and recorded and not give like a full in-depth review but just give like a number and a a couple sentences about what we think so those are movies like soul and wonder woman that we're going to talk about and then we're going to talk about a couple shows that like we've seen on our own and then we're going to talk about our top three most anticipated shows or movies for 2021 because you know new year bunch of new stuff is theoretically coming out like Depends on how COVID stuff is going, but we want to talk about the things we at least know are coming out and are pretty excited for. Mm-hmm. All right, so I will kick it off, and I wanted to talk about Wonder Woman 1984. Hey. I give this like a 3 out of 10. It was a <laughs> terrible movie. The plot was going nowhere. It was just not interesting. I think Pedro Pascal was easily the best part of it, but there were so many little things that just kind of pissed me off. Like, if she was trying to be a hidden superhero and whispering to everyone to be quiet, why the fuck was she wearing red, white, and blue in heels? Like, none of that makes sense to me. I really think this was a huge step back from DC, and I gave it a 3 out of 10. Yeah, I gave it like a 4. It's it's. I always find it a little hard to rank movies that are are bad specifically because the criteria at the bottom there just becomes like i mean how much was it disappointing which is a hard thing to gauge i'm saying four because there were maybe some parts where i thought that was kind of cool action kind of but for the most part the plot didn't really make any sense the stakes were weird and also wonder woman had sex with a man without his consent so oh yeah and then, and then we all kind of laughed about it at the end of the movie, and it was like a joke. So that's, yeah, that's a four for me, dog. I also got to say, Danny, saying that this is a setback for DC insinuates that DC has released anything that's actually... <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman, oh man, it sounds like... Aquaman was written by a 13-year-old boy. Like, that, that's, <laughs> that's all I can think about when I was watching that movie. Ocean Master. I remember Jason Momoa sitting in an airplane. Huh, your ex-boyfriend's boyfriend sounds like a tool bag. <laughs> like, what? What? Are you 13, Aquaman? You have to admit that it is better than everything else that has come out of DC, bar, like, Shazam and maybe the first Wonder Woman. You say that, but... Yeah. The Schneider cut is coming out, and as we all know, everything that Schneider touches, he's got the Midas touch. It turns to solid gold. <laughs> the Schneider touch. The Schneider touch. <laughs> yeah, it, Snyder it, turns, touch. it turns to Rob Schneider when he touches it. So, <laughs> And as we all know, Rob Schneider's great, so therefore the Schneider cut is going to be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, what, what's your like number review of Wonder Woman? I, I didn't make it past the first hour. Nothing happened in the first hour. I got really bored, and I stopped. <laughs> you know, I, I, man, at, at least, like, I was watching the extended editions of Lord of the Rings last night, 
You know, like, in the first hour and a half, they make it all the way to uh, the first elf place. What, what, what's that The what's that place called? Rivendell? Yeah, Rivendell. Yeah, they make it all the way to Rivendell in the extended cut in an hour and a half, which is more movement. Yeah, than but it, in an hour in Wonder Woman, Steve puts on a bunch of clothes after they have sex, and it's like a fashion thing. Oh, wow. He does wear a parachute he pants. He wears parachute pants. the only pants. reason they're in oh, the 80s. Wow. Yep. You know what I was also thinking about, too, is uh, Wonder Woman is the is two minutes shorter than Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> the difference Oof. in quality is astounding. And people think that Pulp Fiction goes on a little bit too long. It does. I, I think it's a little it's a little long, but I see why it is that long. There, there's purpose. There's purpose. I, I I stand by. I think it's perfect. But yeah, no, there, there's purpose to the length. When when you take a movie or a show and you stretch it out for the sake of stretching it out, like in my opinion, all of the Netflix Marvel shows should have been like three to five episodes shorter hmm. because they were just stretching out to get like the thirteen episode thing. They don't have enough story for thirteen episodes, but the story, if you were to cut it down, is actually pretty good. But then there's some things that, like, extend beyond. Yeah, that's, like, season eight. Hmm? Like season eight of Game of Thrones? Like season eight of Game of Thrones, which needed more episodes. Oh, yeah, we should, oh, yeah, it did, you know, it, it did. was so good yeah. because they cut it down to be, you know, n- no fluff. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what it was. Well, it was actually just because Gendry's so fast that it, it moved <laughs> yeah. the plot along so quickly. <laughs> he, he's a one-pump chump. Yeah. So, Soul. Anyways, we're going to transition to the second movie, which is Soul, which came out around the same time. I give this a 9 out of 10. This is a beautifully animated, beautifully told story by Pixar. I think it's it hits, like, every note you need. I don't think it's the best children's movie, but I do think anyone around our age and older who watches it is going to love it. Like... It is just so well done. It's so well told. The music is beautiful. Everything about this movie is fantastic. And especially when you compare it to the fact Wonder Woman came out at the same time, this easily is a 9 out of 10 and is probably my favorite Pixar movie right now. What about you, Samson? I don't know how to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, but I really enjoyed it. I, I would say, like, definitely. <laughs> Samson has up there. 0 out of I, 10 ratings. I, I feel like 10 means it's, like, perfect, and I don't know. Like, I like is it perfect? I don't know. But I'd say probably, like, an 8 or a 9. I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. So we could go off the scale I used for my YouTube video where I reviewed every show in 10 words or less. So what I did was 0 to 1 is terrible. Like, do not watch it. 2 to 3 means I thought it was bad, but someone might enjoy it. 4 to 7 means it's just objectively good. And then, like, 8 to 10 is something I really enjoyed and think you might like, too. Oh, so, like, my butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Th- I would give that a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay, everybody, Danny's butt. What, what we giving it? I'd say a You're solid gonna... 8. I was going to say 8.5. Ooh. What about Sean? I'm going to give that a 9.5. Dude, are you kidding me? I was just joking. Sean doesn't have a butt. He's a long back. He's just all <laughs> back, all the way to the bottom. And this is okay. why I couldn't understand Soul. Why would anyone try to come back to Earth? It's nothing but cruel, <laughs> mean people here who just, who just, who they take and they take from you and they just keep taking. And eventually there's nothing of you left except a hollow shell that walks around and it's cold in New England. It's cold. Anyway, <laughs> I gave Soul a 9 out of 10. Yeah, we gotta keep moving. Sean's, Sean's tailbone is getting sore. He's just balancing on it right now. It does get sore during recording sometimes. <laughs> sometimes our podcasts go really long. It's not that my fault. Anyway. What, what, what about you, Sean? What's I gave it a 9 it? out of 10. I don't want to say anything more about it because you're being mean to me. Now, uh, it's it's just good. I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite. It's it's in contention up there with Coco for me, but it's it's just a solid movie. 
hits emotionally, and it's got a, it's an interesting story too. Very, Pixar's good at coming up with very unique stories. At least you know, to to me, it's possible that uh, something like like that soul has some kind of similar analogous story, but I'm not aware of it. So, yeah, mm. unique, good, and emotionally charged. Nine. All right, sick. So, in terms of other shows that are like currently going on right now how much do we want to talk about it and how much do we want to save that for a future episode i think it might be worth quickly talking about wandavision i would agree so are you did you watch the fourth episode that just came out i have not okay so the fourth episode in my mind is the best of the show so far okay it makes everything that you sit through in the first three and like the little teases of the plot that's going on worth it interesting okay yeah but WandaVision as a whole is a fantastic show. I think it's a nice change of pace from what Marvel usually puts out, especially because everything we've got from Marvel in terms of TV shows right now is like the Netflix things, which are super gritty and dark, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is just kind of like meh, <laughs> and, and then that's it. Like, we don't really have much, and WandaVision is so unique and so weird. I, I just genuinely love it and think you should check it out for sure. Yeah, same, which is why I thought it was worth bringing up just because... uh. You know a show is 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 good when I have students come up to me and being like, Mr. McGarry, WandaVision's pretty good. <laughs> like it's it's weird, but I like it. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Everybody can get something out of it. Yeah. Uh, at least every, and I think it's it's maybe even a little bit better for people who are familiar with some of the sitcom tropes. Yeah, I, I would agree. Which I think probably adds to like why I think it's accessible to a number of age ranges. Because if you have seen them, it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's how you know, whatever those classic, like, leave it to Beaver sure felt like this. Or, hey, I've never watched these before. Really interesting to see, like, a modern take on an old sitcom. It's just good. Yeah, would agree. Uh, Samson, have you watched any of WandaVision yet? I have not. I probably will check it out eventually. I, I've got a lot of stuff on my plate in terms of viewing right now, so. Fair enough. It's all mashed potatoes. I've taken a look at his plate. <laughs> Is Attack on Titan one of them? Fun fact, I hate mashed potatoes. I thought you were going to no. say, fun fact, I hate Attack... Wait, 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 wait. Hold I also up. thought you were going to say hate that. You mashed potatoes? You do too, Danny? How do you hate mashed potatoes? What kind of potatoes do you like? Potatoes are like... Eh, you know, like, I'm just like not super... I'm not a big potato guy. I liked fried potatoes. And mm. You realize you're talking to an Irish person right now, you son of a bitch. Oh. You better watch what you have to say. And I took that personally. Yeah, <laughs> and I took that personally. I will defend potatoes to the death. They kept my people alive. Wait, so Samson, have you been watching Attack on Titan? I have. I'm all caught up. I Oh, oh well, I think the new episode actually is being released as we record this. Yeah. But... Uh, I am all caught up now. So here's the thing, and I, I mentioned this like the last time we recorded, but I'm just going to bring it up again. I have read the entire manga, at least up to where it currently is, because it's like two issues away from finishing up. I don't understand how they're going to finish the plot in nine more episodes, because they've confirmed this season is only 16. So either oh, really? we're for sure getting more episodes, we're getting another season, or it's not going to end well. And that's what I'm concerned about. Well, I don't think it's going to end well, but I also feel like there's too much. I mean, it does not feel like they're close to an actual conclusion. I'm wondering if they'll and they're do not. like, a, do you think they're going to do like a part A and part B? They said that they weren't doing that, 
but I feel like they have to. There's so much story left to tell that they cannot end it on this part without it being not satisfying. Like, my biggest fear is that they just kind of say, we're done making this an animation. You have to go read the manga if you want to find out what's going on. It'd be pretty annoying. It would be really annoying. I don't know why. But it would be so fitting for, like, how they skipped so much time between season one and season two and just lost all the momentum. Like, this seems like a very Attack on Titan thing to do. Yeah, it's just nuts to me because I I randomly had a YouTube video suggested to me that was like 20, like winter 2020 anime by like Google searches. And it was one of those, you know, moving bar graphs where every like it goes by every day in the year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's everyone you know, jostling for a position among the animes. And then Attack on Titan comes in and like quadruples all of the other searches and then is never <laughs> is always the most searched anime for the remainder of the year until present since it's come out pretty much. So I don't know why it's 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 very similar, I guess, to the Game of Thrones thing where like, why the fuck would you just not see this out? correctly or at least try to see it out correctly yeah i feel like they got to i i like i have faith i don't know what they're going to do but i have faith in them to do the right thing i mean like they have like with game of thrones it looked like the the showrunners just kind of gave up and wanted to start working on other things yeah um, and try to further their careers in other ways like i don't feel like that's probably the issue with attack on titan and i don't really know especially with its popularity like why they would just blow it at, that's at, a good at, point like at the finish line so i feel like there's got to be something like i feel like yeah they're gonna really pick up the pace or like add extra episodes out of nowhere and surprise everybody yeah because it's not like there's been a quality drop is the other thing like some people exactly. will complain about like this the cgi or the special effects but that like it's there have been moments when it goes a little bit but it overall has been i think still like similar caliber to the other seasons you know better some places worse other places would agree i think yeah. it's like as good if not better in certain spots yeah i also just want to say as somebody that like is not like for, for those of you that haven't watched attack on titan or might not want to watch it because it's an anime like i just want to say like i'm not really into anime i typically do not go for the like anime but this show is what i know i've said this before but this show is what made me give anime a chance like and this is honestly one of the best shows i've seen in like the last 10 years this is this is probably like in my top 10 favorite shows of all time it's the story is incredible it's a great like horror action mystery kind of thing and it's just so so good it's just honestly some of the best tv out right now and there's still a lot to come Like, there's still a lot of amazing stuff that has not been revealed and has not been done yet, which makes me really hopeful that, like, it does continue. But I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see whether or not they actually continue doing it. My my only thought is just, like, in Japan, they typically don't run shows for, like, a ton of seasons unless they're a shonen. Mm. And I don't think Attack on Titan technically counts as a shonen. I don't think so. So I think that's why they're probably hesitant to continue seasons with it, since... It's like only certain shows really continue on forever, like like Naruto and Bleach and like My Hero will be coming up like that. But I, I think that's probably the reason we haven't been seeing it as much. Who knows? Who genuinely knows? I'm just going to keep it watching it each week and be extremely excited about it. And last thing before we move on, Danny, I'm, I'm proud of you for not saying anything even close to resembling a spoiler because I would have just murdered you. I would have used my digital powers to leap through the phone <laughs> And made Samson watch me strangle you to death. 
Oh no. I I don't want to ruin Attack on Titan for people. They shouldn't be punished for my inability to wait to find out what's going to happen. <laughs> right? You know fair like, enough. Like that's just that's just so rude. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but when I was in school and like in college specifically and you could have your laptop in front of you. So I'm like I'm pretty ADD, especially when I I'm learning like I need to do something else. And I always felt super guilty about sitting in like the middle or front row because I would never spend the entire time on the presentation. Mm. I would always be like doing something else, googling something else but still listening to the teacher. So every single class, I'd always sit in the back corner, not because I wasn't paying attention, because I felt guilty if someone else was distracted by me being distracted. Yeah, because the furry stuff is going to distract somebody else for sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm if I'm jerking off to furry porn in the front row of the classroom, who's everyone's going to see it and they're going to start jerking off. Yeah, too. who's learning in that class? But exactly. so, so what? Never mind. Carry on with the story. I didn't know if that was the end point or not. No, that, that oh, was the okay, end. It yeah. was just the fact that like every single time I had to choose a seat, I always felt like the teachers just assumed I wasn't paying attention, but it was more so that I could help everyone else continue to pay attention. No, and so that's the thing. Like what I can tell, obviously, during the podcast that you're looking at some furry stuff in another tab. That's why it's, you know, it's chill because yeah, it, it's you're still listening. You just happen to there's a reason the camera stays waist up. And Mm -hmm. we're all okay with that. We all also stay waist up. I know that Samson and that banjo get up to some business, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Because board and browsing is about love. That's true. Speaking of love, I sure loved The Invisible Man. Excellent transition. Which is one of the shows I watched. I give it an 8.5 out of 10 because I thought... It was just a really solid horror movie with with few moments that made me go, well, why would I? Why the heck would they do that? I wouldn't do that if I was that character. For the most part, it was just uh, it was spooky, scary, well done. And I think a good representation of how scary it would be to have to fight an invisible person, which would be very hard. And Samson does it every day. I know with the elves and the leprechauns, but I do. (laughs) I do. Is the guy who played the invisible man the one who played Luke in Haunting of Hill House? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember us talking about that when we were talking about Bly Manor mm-hmm. and just being like, man, he's got like great range. He does. Yeah. It's, he's great. I like him as an actor. I, I remember from Haunting of Hill House, I like I enjoyed all of them as actors and I, I hope to see them in more. Yeah. Actually, I was watching a commercial for a car because I was sitting with my parents and the actress who played young Nell was in the car <gasps> and I like I had to pause because I was like holy shit wait is that her and she's only there for like a brief second and then I saw I was like oh my god it's young Nell look at her go oh god and then she went back to the sunken place <laughs> as soon as she's off screen back to the shadow realm yeah so Samson why don't we just briefly talk about because Sean talked about Invisible Man why don't we talk about our thoughts on Cobra Kai season three because that aired pretty recently <laughs> and I feel like we need to just give like a little overview of our thoughts on it so I finished Cobra Kai like last week. I really enjoyed it. It was probably my least favorite of all of the seasons, but that's not to say it was bad. It was just very slow for the first half. And then there's a lot of like build up and payoff in the last like couple of episodes. The issue is just like, I, I think we talked about this at one point, but like the the issue I found was that the end of season two gets so crazy and just blows everything up in a way that like they just have to like recover from everything that happens and that like all of the explosive things that they had happen so it's a lot of like just fallout and damage control and stuff for like five episodes yeah would agree yeah but you know what i have never 
thought that I would enjoy watching middle-aged and old men fighting so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cobra Kai Season 3, I agree. I think it's personally my least favorite season, which is still saying a lot because the other seasons were really good. I think there were some storylines that were just more interesting, and I finally got to the point, and I was talking about this on the one that got scrapped, that they just need to call the cops. Like, there's legitimate (laughs) crimes being committed, and I get, like, oh, yeah, haha, we'll fight them off with karate or whatever, but if they're breaking into your house and destroying shit or beating the shit out of you and robbing money for charity, like... There needs to be a medium where you actually call the cops because the plot's just getting so insane that you can't just fight everyone with karate and expect no consequences. Yeah, there's breaking and entering followed by aggravated assault and no police are involved at all. (laughs) The Mm -mm. amount of, like, it's Um, been a problem since, like, the beginning of this show, though. Like, it's, I honestly... Yeah, but I wasn't as critical of it early on. So here's the thing, though. I haven't watched Cobra Kai, but based on what you're telling me, that's like asking kindergartner, a toddler, to go attack a grown man for you. (laughs) These are karate masters. What are the cops going to do? They will die. You can't just ask a cop to go up against a cobra, a Cobra Kai, (laughs) like karate chop, boom, cop, the gun dismantled cop dismantled just a a pile of (laughs) organs on the floor where there was once a police officer that'd be irresponsible oh i asked um i asked my parents today because they they watch cobra kai i I managed to convince them to watch it they they enjoyed it they like the cheesy 80ness of it i asked my my mom i was like hey if cobra kai was a thing would you have signed me up for and she's like absolutely not (laughs) i asked my dad he's like i would have made sure you signed up before you even wanted to oh (laughs) (laughs) oh oh my god Sean, did the cobra from Cobra Kai just enter your room? <gasps> oh my god, it's it's right here. Oh my god. Wow, does it have legs like a human? It does, and it has a gun. Oh no. Oh my god, it's a snake with a gun. Everybody duck. You couldn't tell, but we all just ducked. Right. That's the, the, the time when I slammed the table is that it shot me. <laughs> oh no, Sean got shot by the Cobra Guy Cobra. <laughs> so so I think the last like t- recap stuff from, from 2020 slash early 2021 that I want to talk about is His Dark Materials just because, Samson, did you finish it yet? I did finish it. Okay, so I want to know whether or not you also feel the same way that it's missing like an episode or two because it feels like they ran out of time to record things due to COVID and kind of had to force a bunch of episodes together. I actually completely disagree. I, I, cause like, I know you had been talking about this for a while, so I was like expecting it to be like really disjointed and like nothing to happen. But like, I feel like especially, I mean, the season ends with everybody in a different place than they've been at any point in the season. There is some, uh, Minor spoilers, if you want, like, absolutely Yeah, we're, we're no going to sp- talk about spoilers, yeah. because I need to ask you about this stuff. Minor spoilers, two major characters die at, at yeah, some point. okay, that's what pissed me off. That's what pissed me off, because their story was so insignificant to the general overall thing, that it was so frustrating we had to watch that much time committed to them for nothing to happen, yeah. right? So Lee Scoresby, he travels, he finds this priest dude who happens to be Will's dad, and they bring him over to Will. 
what does that gain in the story? Because they just lose their battle. They don't even beat the soldiers they're fighting. They're not traveling with any items that they need to give. They're not imparting any wisdom they need to give. They literally dick around for five to six episodes, accomplish nothing for the general story, and then die as soon as they get to the characters they're supposed to be interacting with. How the fuck is that good storytelling? Have you read the books, Danny? I have read the books, okay. and even then they accomplish more. Oh, really? Did they, like, cut out parts I mean, of the Will's arc? dad doesn't really exist in the books, as far as I can remember, but Lee Scoresby has, like, an actual genuine mission, and then he has to kill the polar bear in order to survive. Like, th- there's a lot of interesting stuff with him. Just, like, answer me that. How is that good storytelling? Because... I get the, like, Lyra, and I get the Will, and I get the Miss Coulter storylines. Like, those make sense. But how the fuck do you allow two main characters to dick around for that long and do nothing? Do you think Lee Scoresby's, like, actually dead? Oh, he's absolutely dead. He's absolutely dead. Is that how it goes in the books? Like, he's, like, is this how he dies in the book? He, he dies in a war. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it's, like, kind of similar. But it felt like it was more impactful because it was, like, during a huge battle. Yeah. Yeah, but but like as someone who's watching and has been enjoying it, like what what are your thoughts on like what I just said? No, I get that. I think it was like fun to watch, and like I am like I I enjoyed it. Like I I enjoyed those characters and I enjoyed watching them. I'd be interested to see like how they do season three with how they ended up closing that that off, and I'm I have faith that like those characters had to have served a greater purpose than than what happened. I do have faith in it, but, like, I, I, I get okay. that. I understand. That was the thing I was holding off on saying, which is what really frustrated me, and that's why yeah. I've been, like, alluding to it every time we speak. It's just, it, it was something that really annoyed me. It was the fact that we spent so much time and they were doing nothing. Yeah. I do think, like, yeah. I, I do think it serves some kind of purpose, like, the the meeting uh, they do get to meet some of the characters and stuff and like i think that's that is important i don't know i get what you're saying though i i definitely get what you're saying it didn't yeah. it didn't bother me that much and again i have like i, I don't want to get too like judge it too harshly before i get to see if, if they try to do something yeah with, you know what i'm saying like if because there could be a purpose that they haven't made clear yet but yeah i don't think it like ends abruptly or anything i feel like it finishes the story it's trying to tell up until that point like i feel like it finishes that part of that story okay i think it's just a difference in how we view it then but yeah yeah i i I agree i definitely get what you're saying and i get what you're saying too i still yeah yeah i i really love it though and i i i think season one was my favorite but i really enjoyed season two as well you know it's just good it's just fun like not always fun but like it's 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 some pretty solid fantasy in a really fun fantasy world and uh you know i i think if you like fantasy at all like it's worth worth giving a go sure you know it i i do understand and i will acknowledge that like this show is kind of polarizing like i i feel like people really (laughs) like this show or like feel very frustrated with it so (laughs) yeah and i get that i get that cool nice so i think that's it for stuff we've been watching do you guys want to get into our top three ranking lists Blah, yeah. blah. So I had a few honorable mentions that I want to bring up before I talked about the the top three things I'm anticipating for 2021 in terms of movie and TV shows. So, of course, I got to give an honorable mention to all the CW shows that I watch because I'm not going to list them out. Like, yeah, I'm excited for them, <laughs> but they're not like, you know, they're, they're not like the things I'm desperately excited for. That's like The Flash. That's like Legacies. You know, I love my Legacies with the, the vampire <laughs> werewolf kids. 
Oh. Um, yeah. But I, I just wanted to give a shout out because all that's theoretically coming back. I also wanted to give a shout out to shows that have started airing in January that I would have had on my list as super excited. So like Attack on Titan and Dr. Stone and Cobra Kai technically like these are all shows that I'm really and WandaVision too that like I was way more excited for than like other things on the list. But because they're already airing, I didn't think it was fair to count them as like my anticipated from now on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. But I got to give a shout out to them because like those four shows I mentioned, I was really looking forward to them. And now they're out and I love watching them on a weekly basis. So it, it's it's super cool to like have shows to watch again. Oh, yeah. And then I also wanted to give an honorable mention to the Snyder Cut, which we brought up very briefly because oh, I just yeah. I want to fucking know what the hype is. Like this has to be good, right? There, there has to be something <laughs> great about this. I want to think so. But I I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my those are my honorable mentions. What do you guys have for honorable? I had a couple honorable mentions. Apparently, and it might not actually be coming out in 2021. It's one of those like COVID delays, hard to tell sort of things. But apparently they're making a live action Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. Yeah, they are. And I've always thought that Cowboy Bebop is one is like one of the anime is is an anime that could be done well live action. Because it's it's more like traditional sci-fi than than most anime is, which ends up being like mechs or, you know, crazy or, or, or like crazy, like supernatural powers or or like superhero powers, that sort of thing, or like high fantasy settings. Yeah, I get what you mean. But Cowboy Bebop was always just sort of like relatively down to earth retro, not retro futurism, but a little bit. So I think that could be really cool. And then I also had Falcon and Winter Soldier just because with how WandaVision is going pretty nicely, I'm pleasantly looking forward to some more Marvel TV show opportunities. And then finally, uh, the next season of My Hero Academia. Nice. Yeah. Just as some generable, generable, general honorable mentions. Samson, what about you? So my honorable mentions is one is Atlanta. I, I It's been so long since they've released a season. I feel like it's been so long that I've like lost some of my excitement about it. So I actually found out about that pretty recently. Turns out due to COVID delays, they decided to write season three and four. So both of those are fully written and they're going to film them back to back. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm really excited about that. It's just been so long. I feel like they were really getting like a grip of the show and like, like starting to move it and like really just like some of the episodes in season two were so good. And I was just so excited for season three. And now it's been like years. So I, I, I'm just like, I'm very excited for this. It's a great show. The Teddy Perkins episode. Teddy, Yeah, Teddy Perkins is so goddamn good. It's like one of the best episodes of television. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I, I love Teddy Perkins. Like, And that's like where that show really thrives too, is some of the best episodes are like standalone episodes that like do something unique like that. And that's just with a, th- with a side character. That's like Lakeith Stanfield's character just goes and tries to buy a piano from this eccentric dude that lives in this mansion all alone. And it is so good. (laughs) It's like a great, it's a thriller and it's insane and it's so good. But anyways, I'm so excited for Atlanta season three. My other honorable mention was In the Heights. I am very excited for In the Heights. Oh, I forgot. I've never seen it and I haven't heard the music, but I know... Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it, I believe. And uh, I am just excited for that. The trailer looked so good. 
And um, I'm going to save my last honorable mention because I think it's on somebody else's list. But okay. yeah, there's something else I'm very excited about. I just couldn't fit it in my top three. Word. Yeah, I had, I had also, I forgot about In the Heights. That would be, that should be on my honorable mention list as well. But so do we want to kick it off with a round of threes? Yeah. yeah. Take it away, Danny. Cool. So I really, and I've said this before, I'm a huge fan of Marvel. I am very excited about Marvel shows. I'm very excited about Marvel movies. And it sucked not having any Marvel stuff in 2020. It really did. I, I definitely found myself missing the experience of it. I know like because of COVID, it made a lot of sense, but I found myself missing it. And after seeing all the like trailers and release stuff, there was one show in particular that I was more excited for than any other and that was actually the Loki series, which shocked oh, me because yeah. I thought it would be the Hawkeye or WandaVision one that I was like desperately excited to see. But watching the Loki trailer gave me more wackier vibes than WandaVision and at the same time made me so curious what the plot was going to be because it's very it looks very interesting. It basically it's Loki when he disappears with the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame. And it's his story after that. And I think Tom Hiddleston is like a very charismatic, very charming actor. And you can tell with the right writing, he does great. So his show, like when you when you compare him from like Thor 1 and 2 to Thor 3 or like Avengers, when, when there's like really talented writing behind him, he, he takes off and he soars. And the guy who wrote loki season one not only has been hired to write loki season two he's also been hired for star wars movies before season one hmm. even aired so whatever he did kevin Feige really really likes it and wants him to keep working there which makes me even more excited for the show so loki season one is my number three anticipated show of 2021 yeah you know I, uh, that sounds really interesting and it made me remember black widow should also be one of my honorable mentions but <laughs> if it comes moving out, on they might delay it again yeah if who knows? My number three, and I'm not ashamed to say it, my number three is Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. Maybe it's just because, you know, I lost a bunch of brain matter in that accident last year, but there is something, I, I just, I can all day watch giant things punch each other. I loved Pacific Rim. I loved the other King Kong. Well, actually, I didn't love the first Godzilla movie. I thought that one was just okay, but then I loved the King Kong movie. I loved Godzilla, uh, Destroy All Monsters, or whatever, King of the Monsters, whatever the subtitle was. They're just simple. I turn my brain off. I go, wow, big pretty lights, monster go punch, monkey go punch, and satisfied. And that's why it's my number three. I, I actually haven't seen any of the new Godzilla movies, and I feel like I should. I, I wish... That Kong vs. Godzilla, or is it God vs. Godzilla vs. King it's Kong? It's Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, damn. Well, I, yeah. I wish that it was getting released in theaters. I wish, because like, that's a movie that I agree. Yeah. so great in theaters. I'm not sure how I feel about it, considering I'm going to have to watch it on a TV in my house. But, you know, I, I think it'll still be cool. I'm, I'm, like, the trailer looked awesome, so... Yeah, that was what sold it for me was the fact that you got to see at least a few more action scenes than we saw in Godzilla King of Monsters because like the monkey punches Godzilla. That's all I want. I don't care about yep. this bullshit story. Just show me a bunch of kaijus beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> there you go. They already have my view. Exactly. Monkey punch lizard. Good to go. So what's your number three, Samson? Okay, so my number three, I, I want to give a caveat. My top three are mostly shows that like 
are expected to release this year. Some of yeah. them have been delayed yeah. due to COVID and were supposed to be released last year. Or, you know, they're kind of up in the air, but they're they're all at least expected to drop this year. So my number three is uh, I'm really excited about this Amazon Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. I think it's too early Ooh. to say whether or not it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be really bad, obviously. I just like, there's so little known about it that I, I'm like reluctant to get too excited. But it sounds like they're putting a lot of money into it. And with the amount that like Amazon put into like making the boys look awesome and like having great special mm. effects and everything, I really hope that we get some like good like Lord of the Rings stuff. I just think that would be so cool. And I think it's like like a long time before the Lord of the Rings series takes place. So I, I, I just I think it would be an awesome prequel. It sounds super cool. I'm I'm very excited and anxious to to check it out and you know, I, I think that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, that did look interesting. Yeah. Do you know if it's going to be like about the initial rings or like who who are the characters that are supposedly involved uh i don't think there's really any of the characters that are from lord of the you know like i i think it's so yeah, yeah i don't think we have ago. yeah there's just like yeah. it's just sam and frodo actually exploring their mutual love and <laughs> it's kind of like brokeback mountain actually <laughs> like a brokeback mountain series excellent dead ass like broke back volcano but like for like dead ass like i i think my only major complaint about the lord of the Rings series is that sam and frodo don't end up together it, it doesn't make <laughs> sense there's a lot of love in their eyes when they look at each other they're yeah. clearly in love with each other and you can't deny it i really want them to be like a sitcom of like the odd couple but it's sam and frodo just dealing with like <laughs> middle middle earth things Oh, Sam, Mr. Frodo. Gollum, shit on our couch again. (laughs) (laughs) He's like hacking up part of a fish. (laughs) Rolling around in his own poop. Uh. So for my number two, I actually wrote down three different movies that I was anticipated for. And I was going to choose one based on if anyone else said other things. Now, this movie has not been said, so I'm very excited because it was originally going to be, my number two was going to be Godzilla vs. Kong. But I want to choose something different just so we have more variety in our list. So my number two most anticipated movie of 2021 is Space Jam 2. Oh, shit. I forgot (laughs) forgot about it. Now, it's been so long since Space Jam came out. It has been so long since Space Jam came out, and I am so fucking excited for LeBron James to be in Space Jam 2. Like, there's literally a snippet that I've seen, and it looks great. That's all I need. I love the original Space Jam. I know it's a weird movie, and especially for people who have never seen it before, like, didn't grow up watching it, it's weird. But I think this is just going to be a fun time. HBO is the only network that's really, like, given release dates for their movies and are going to be putting out movies this year consistently that aren't, like, independent stuff. And I think this one's just going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, that would have been probably (laughs) in my top three if I'd remembered. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to be sick. I mean, come on. And Slam, you know? Yeah. We we have Uh, Slam in Kong. We got Slam in Space Jam. There's so much Slam. And, and we've got Slam in my number two, Suicide Squad. Hell yeah. Now, don't ask me the connection. It's so obvious that I don't need to say it. Yeah, no, I, I was really sold. And I, I told myself after the first Suicide Squad movie that I would never love again. And yet here I am simping over Polka Dot Man. 
Sean, I have a question for you. Yes. Would you say that you're a sucker for pain? I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Which is it? Is it a masochist you know, the or a Lil sadist? Wayne song that's the theme of the Suicide Squad first one. Yeah. Well, I just want to see the the rope guy again, the one who's <laughs> really good at tying knots. <laughs> Why can't he come back? No, I, I would Slip agree with you. I think this movie's going to be better than the first one by a large margin. But then every time I think about how much I'm going to enjoy it, I go back to what Samson said about how, like, the whole intro Taylor, like, trailer and teaser for it is just sucking off James Gunn. And that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, well, you know what? After I James Gunn didn't get his third Scooby Doo movie, so I just want him to have something. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, I think this could be his little baby. And I think that they, there's so many characters that they're going to kill them off left and right, and I'm so excited to see Pete Davidson die. That's all you need, really. Uh, and, <laughs> yep, yeah. Was looking for it in King of Staten Island, and it didn't happen. No, that that was definitely what was lacking in the first Suicide, Suicide Squad movie, was that they didn't have a large enough cast, so you couldn't just kill characters off. So I, I agree with you. Except for Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> Dies immediately. <laughs> but, yeah. What do you got, Samson? So my number two is... um. This show was initially supposed to come out in 2020, hoping for this year, but I think you should leave season two is supposedly mm. pretty much there. Like, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like very excited. I love the first season and I've seen the episodes so many times that like, <laughs> I, I still love them, but like, it would be great to have something, something new to just watch on repeat. And I, I just... I'm really excited to like see 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 what they came up with, um, and they had the time to write some good stuff. There's been so much time, so I, I would think that it would be just as good as season one. And yeah, I just look. I'm hoping it's more than six episodes again too. But yeah, hell yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. That's that's definitely a great one to to hopefully come out this year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out. Yeah, again, they were saying that like they were like December 2020. And then they were like, okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Hey, it's the story of 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. Never mind. But, so, um, yeah. yeah, bring us home. My number one, and this was actually mentioned by someone earlier, so I was like, ah, oh, I can't believe it got mentioned already. But the number one show I am the most excited for in 2021 is My Hero Season 5. I read this manga on a weekly basis. I've watched all the seasons multiple times. And because I know what the plot is going to be for season five, I'm so fucking hyped. Like, my villain Academia is probably going to be one of the best storylines. And if they animate it right and give it enough episodes, it's going to be the best part of all of my hero. I actually just started watching season one. Actually, no, I finished season one. I started it, though, the show. What did you think? Uh, it's, it's pretty solid. I mean, it's just fun. It's just like entertaining and it's easy to put on. If like, I don't want to yeah. think too much. It's just a good thing to be like, ah, cool. I can just like watch like anime boys just like beat each other <laughs> up for like a 30 minutes. There you go. The story development between like Deku and Todoroki and Deku and Bakugo is so good. Oh, so excited for you to watch more. Yeah. I, it's, it's an interesting thing to me that I think the first season is, probably one of like the weakest but not in a way of that it's like bad but just that it builds on itself really well yeah the first season is total like world building elements pretty much yeah it's like here's how everything works like you you establish everything and then seasons like two to four is just building upon those foundations word yeah i'm very yeah. excited i should have realized that you were gonna have it on your list danny i just forgot that since you read 
the uh, since you read the manga, you have that insider knowledge of how good it's going to yeah. be. Oh, yeah, maybe it should have made my top three, but yeah, I'm super excited for it too. It's going to be amazing. I'm just, I'm so genuinely excited because Studio Bones has done a fantastic job bar like part of season four. Yeah. Like I have zero complaints about this and the story is ramping up right now in, in the manga too. Like, oh, my hero. I missed you. I cannot wait for you to come back. <laughs> oh, March. March. Sean, what about you? So for my number one, I have one that I, it's, it, it, I think it's got some buzz about it. I have Dune as my number one. I figured you might have. And here's the thing. I haven't even finished reading the Dune book. I'm not even necessarily all that far into it because it's a little bit long, but I'm just ready for some kind of classic. I was bringing this up with Cowboy Bebop. I'm just ready for some classic sci-fi. Some, you know, I don't think it may or may not uh, come up to the level of like the Lord of the Rings movies, but I think it's we're due for a good sci-fi fantasy movie that's well adapted from a book series. I agree. I think it's time. I think it's Dune time. was on my honorable mentions list. I, I've read the book. I really, really love Dune. I'm just afraid to get my hopes up. There's just like so much story and, you yeah. know. I feel like they're going to have to make it really long or make a lot of sacrifices, which is what happened with the original movie. And like this one looks. But they somehow did. Sorry, what's that? Lord of the Rings. My only thought is that somehow Lord of the Rings worked out really well and they had to cut out a lot there, too. And I know it's not like the same director or anything, but that's the only thing that gives me hope. Yeah. That you can take like some deep fantasy with a ton of lore and still get something good out of it. Or Harry Potter. That's true. That's true. true. I think I I just feel like Dune's going to like the thing with like those movies is they're able to like establish the world at first and then like keep going because there's multiple movies. Since Dune Mm -hmm. is like Mm. you can't have that. They don't really even have time for like the. You know, oh, here's just like a half hour of world building because, you know, we have, you know, these other movies for to extend the so much overall to get arc. To. It's yeah. just like we got one movie. Yeah. This is all <laughs> we got. And that's, I think, what concerns me. I, I trust that. I mean, the trailers look incredible and I'm sure they'll do a great job. It's just like I don't want to get too excited because I'm afraid that it's going to like sometimes when you just have really high expectations, even if what comes out is like a really solid product, it's just going to get like, you're going to get let down. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of at with this movie. I'm trying not to hype myself up too much, but I'm very, I am very excited for it. No, that's fair. That's super fair. So what's your number one though? So my number one, and I fingers crossed it comes back. I know it's fully written, but season three of Barry is all I want in this world. <laughs> it's all I want. This is one of my all-time favorite shows. It's it's so great the way they combine the the comedy aspects with the kind of thriller and like you know dramatic aspects of it. It's 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 so good at going from like very like very bleak and dry and upsetting and dark to just really really funny and i i just think that this show has one of the most unique tones i i've seen and they they just balance these these complete opposite elements so well and season two ended crazy and i am just so excited to get like some more of 
just like all of the arcs ended in such a crazy place. I, I don't want to say anything, but I just think about like, I just <laughs> think about for those who have seen it, Barry's audition near the end of season two was so oh, yeah. funny. And I want to see if there's more of that. <laughs> what about the, um, the entire karate episode? Oh my God. Where, that was, that, that was so that good. That is so amazing i remember i showed that to multiple people without any context of the series because of how good that episode was and that was the first episode bill Hader directed for the show wow that's nuts and like that yeah. i think that episode came out the same night that the the store the the battle of winterfell episode of game of thrones came oh, out no. and everyone was like the best piece of tv to come out this week was or, or today was definitely this hey you know bowie that little girl yeah that little girl oh my god yeah that that's probably wow the that's my favorite episode of barry i mean it's not <laughs> that's not a funny episode but it's so action-packed and it's so good. i don't know i think it's pretty funny i think it's pretty funny when she's like leaping from building to building <laughs> okay yeah that is that is fair it is pretty funny it's us just, it's just so violent that episode is so Barry violent. is a great show though it's so good yeah watch barry if you haven't how have you not watched barry sean <laughs> yeah. at you no i've watched a couple episodes okay i thought you hadn't seen it at all no i i liked it i just it was one of those things i just didn't get uh around to going back to what is it on hbo, HBO. is it really <laughs> That's probably why I never finished it in the first... Oh, that is why I never finished it in the first place, because I didn't have regular access to HBO, so... Well, now you do. I didn't know it was on HBO. Now, like, yeah, I'll probably get around to it. Yeah. I think, if anything, what I'm kind of learning about our lists is that this is the year of, like, Warner Brothers HBO. I think they're the only, yeah. like, network slash company that really has their shit together for 2021. And I think everyone else is still banking on stuff like being operational and like the vaccine distributing in, in the time that it needs to and being able to just get back to a regular day but hbo and warner brothers feel like the only ones who have said okay this is the new normal let's adjust for it and let's make it so our audience can actually see this stuff and have things to talk about yeah yeah but yeah that has been our first episode of season two of boredom browsing you can follow Woo! us on instagram at boredom browsing podcast you can follow us on Twitter at Board and Browse Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Slothenburg. And you can follow me on Twitch at Slothenburger, where I, ding, 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 just got the world record for Nino Cooney easy percent speed run for the PS4. Yes, no one else has ever done the Yay. record, but technically speaking, I am a world record holder in speed running. <laughs> so you can go follow me for more adventures on there. And then you can follow Samson on Twitter at the underscore big underscore Boomba. Sean, where can they find you? You can find me in the bathroom because i have to pee so badly oh, no. it's insane i didn't want to interrupt you guys with barry but i was like please yeah please just let me loose my bowels <laughs> all right well bladder i want to throw one more thing out also you can find me oh, on, you can also find me on twitter please. under the Thunderburker. f-u-n-d-e-r-b-u-r-k K-E-R. There you go, Sean. I'm releasing music under this name, uh, so feel free to check oh, it out nice. and uh, take a look. I thought that was some elaborate bit. Why don't you just make that your regular Twitter? Honestly, <laughs> uh, I think I might. I, th I think you should. I don't think you have that many followers on Big Boomba. Yeah, I think I got like 14 followers. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. say like, hey, go follow me here. Yeah, well, check out both. One's probably going to come down this week, and it's probably yeah, the Big I'll, Boomba. Yeah, I'll be sure to plug it in our description. But anyways, guys, <laughs> before uh, Sean pees his pants... Let me just wrap up by oh, saying please. my name is Danny. I'm Samson. I'm going to the bathroom. And this has been Born and Browsing, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.